Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the F1 Debrief Podcast. It is currently July 30th at 5.45, my time. So it is later in the day of qualifying, and actually, compared to the race, the race is pretty soon. So this will go up tonight. It'll go up, you know, pretty much a few hours before the race. But I wanted to get on here and talk a little bit about um Ferrari and particularly Charles Leclerc and also give my qualifying reaction to uh the uh qualifying today duh um but first wanted to talk about a little bit yeah first want to talk a little bit about Ferrari and yeah Charles Leclerc so my question and you can probably figure this out by the name of the podcast is is Charles championship run over so I, I think this is a valid question. I think you, you got to think about it. I, I mean, f- for me, we're, I think we're just before halfway through the season. Um, and I haven't done any numbers on points yet. But I believe Max is 60 or, or so points ahead. You know, don't quote me on that. Um, so, yes, Max is currently 66 points ahead of Charles Leclerc. So, you know, that's what that's basically three race ones, uh, a little bit less than three weight race ones. But, you know, it's you it's just it's crazy to think like going into this year, we obviously knew that Max was going to be good and that he was he was he was coming to to stand for his title and and just get another title under his belt. And we had a feeling that Mercedes since the preseason testing wasn't going to be as good as we thought. And that Ferrari were going to do really good. And, of course, we just, the first race we saw, you know, the Ferrari and Red Bulls battling. Same with the Mercedes. But we saw that Charles had pace and the Ferraris had pace. But Charles needs to figure his crap out because he is just making way, way too many mistakes. And I think if he seriously wants to go on this championship run, he needs to tone it down a bit because you can't win a championship if you can't win a race and he is i mean from the last grand prix the french grand prix he made a huge mistake i think it was i mean to me i felt like it was pretty obvious that they had the overall pace there was you know questions with max's undercut that you know that he max would have gained the position back but i think charles would have um come back and fought for it but I think if he didn't make that mistake, he would have won that race. Even if he didn't win the race, he would have gotten points. He is going too far to the extent where to the extent where he's crashing out of the races. And that just leads to no points. So, he's I he's really got to figure it out. So, that's you know, my question is is his championship run over? You know, I'm not ruling it no, but I seriously don't I think if he doesn't start to you know work with his team and try to hone in on just being a better overall driver then he's not going to win this championship you know with max in his early years he was crashing a ton and making all sorts of mistakes and he didn't have a a good car where it was worried for him you know that he was he didn't have something to lose he didn't have something at stake so him crashing and you know making all these mistakes 
Obviously, it wasn't a good thing, but it's not like he was in the running for a championship. Charles, now, Charles is, a, is an experienced driver. He's a really good driver. He's shown his potential, and he's shown what he can do on the track, but he's got a championship contender car, and, you know, he is now making more mistakes than I've seen him make in the past, um, and he's just, it seems kind of lackluster, you know? If you want to win a championship, you got to be the best at everything. Um, and so far, Max is proving that, you know, he's been better. I think if you look at the stats, Max has finished, I think, in the top two positions in his last, like, 20 races or something besides the Monaco one this year. And then all of his other races, he's just DNF. So that stat right there shows that, you know, when he's on track, he's most likely to get a podium position. Um and to, you know, to fight that and go against that, you need to be above him. And Max is, you know, I still think Max sometimes makes, you know, a few mistakes. But he's gotten a lot better now and really honed in on his driving and his skills. And Charles is going to need to match that if he wants any chance at winning the championship. You know, I think in this next race tomorrow, he's got, you know, to really just focus in on getting points. Not even winning. I know he wants to win. I get that as a driver you want to win, but he also needs to know that his championship is at risk here. And if he doesn't focus in on getting points, then he won't have, you know, a championship run at all. So there's my little rant. I'd like to know what you guys think, you know, is his championship run over or do you think he still has a chance to win it? Or is it like a done deal? Is he, you know, is he already won it? Or do you think Max will? I just want to hear you guys' thoughts. So, anyways. And that kind of leads me into the next, you know, segment of this podcast about the qualifying today. I mean, what a crazy qualifying. I think it was um, a little unexpected maybe to some people. I think earlier in the weekend, I had seen a post from Mercedes that they were just trying to, you know, have a decent weekend here. And that they're according to their test and the different things at the factory that the car wasn't going to be as good. So they're just hoping for a good outcome. So obviously we'll get into that because that did not, that, that changed. That was not, they lied. They lied just like Mercedes always do. They lie. Um, and they had a good outcome, but you know, Ferrari definitely had a good qualifying today. Um, we got Carlos and P2 and Charles and P3. So, they're starting next to each other. I think they have a really good chance for the race as long as they keep everything under control, like I said. But they had they seem to have some pretty good pace. Um, Carlos, he's doing really good right now. Uh, he looked, you know, to be just one step ahead of Charles. But my only thing is I think Charles is better at a full race than Carlos. I think Charles can handle the pressure a little bit better than Carlos. And I love Carlos. I, I really want to see him succeed and do great but i think overall charles can be better uh on the track and over a full race distance um and then that leads me to the red bulls i don't know you know i think all year we've seen the red bulls um struggle with reliability um i don't know what the heck's happening in their factory but they need to figure this out you know this is another thing for the championship run could max championship run be over um obviously all his dns this year have been because of reliability issues so you know you again you can't win a championship without a car so if red bull doesn't figure out their reliability issues then 
they're not going to give Max a, a chance. No, they're not even going to give him a chance to be able to win this championship. Max finished, ended up qualifying P10. He just he had some issues in Q3. He was going all off on the radio, just saying this, you know, crap doesn't work. It's just, you, we got to fix this. So, you know, unfortunate for him, but I'm sure if they figure out the issues tomorrow for the race, that he will make a good strive up the grid and get uh, a potential top five finish. Um, and then my next talking point would be Checo Perez. You know, I don't know what's happening to him. He looked promising after his win. Um, and he just looked like he was gaining more pace and getting a lot more comfortable with the car. That's what I thought it looked like that, you know, because we've had, you know, everyone's thought about the Red Bull car. You know, everyone says it's, oh, it's it's tailored to Max, which, you know, if you think about it, it makes sense. Max is their main driver and he won a championship with them. So, of course, if it has to be tailored to someone, it's going to be tailored to Max. But it really seemed like Checo made some strides and was really getting more comfortable with the car and looked like he was, you know, going to potentially give a fight to Max. And don't get me wrong, he is. He's third in the standings with 163 points. So he's really, he's only right behind Charles. So if Charles fall off and Checo, you know, kind of maintains um, how he's been driving, he could end up coming in with the second place. But he's just, he's fallen off, you know, he's, he qualified P11 and, you know, watching the qualifying, he said Magnuson got in his way, which from my point of view, and granted, I'm not a driver, so I don't really know, but you know, that you can't blame not doing better. I feel like for one guy getting in your way, he had a shot and I just don't think he had the pace today to, to get in the top 10 or maybe I'm not counting it out. He had uh, car issues as well. If one car had issues, I'm sure the other car could have uh, just as much as many issues. Um, so yeah, we'll see how they are do tomorrow in the race and see if they can uh, make their way up through the pack and get a top five or even a podium finish. Um, and then I want to talk about Alpine. I feel like Alpine's been doing pretty good. You know, Alpine and McLaren are fighting for that fourth place finish in the constructors. So that'll be good to see. Esteban Ocon uh, qualified fifth, and then Fernando Alonso qualified sixth. So, you know, good pace out of them. The car looked like it was moving pretty fast today. Um, seemed to have a good understanding with the track. So it'll be good to see the fights going on tomorrow because Lando's in P4 right in front of Esteban. So I'm sure we'll get some uh, pretty good starts uh, and battles off the off the race line. So that'll be good to see tomorrow. Um, Valtteri Bottas back in the top 10 grid of Q3. Uh, good to see him and the Alpha doing doing better. Uh, would have liked to see Joe here, but can't win everything, guys. Can't win everything. Um, and then McLaren, I think. I don't know when their last, you know, when both of them. Daniel and Lando got to top 10, but that was good to see. You know, Daniel, he's still lacking pace. He is still not on, you know, Lando's mark. And I, I keep hoping and just praying that he will get there. He will get there because he, he's got to make his mark, I feel like, this year. If he doesn't make, you know, any strides or, you know, improvements this year, I think he's really going to struggle in the following years for a future seat because there's plenty of young talent out there to replace him uh, to get better results as much as I don't want to say that 
but then again, yep, a good uh, qualifying from Lando and P4. So that's always good to see. He's, he's, you know, the McLaren has been, I feel like, a weird car this year. You know, it's been good at some tracks, bad at some tracks, decent at some tracks. Um, so it's just really in the mix. Because um, it really just seems that McLaren and Alpine will be fighting for that fourth spot. So that'll be really interesting to see. And then, of course, we've got to talk about Mercedes. I mean, wow, what a qualifying. From I mean, in both Q1, Q2, and Q3... The Mercedes were looking pretty decent and pretty fast. Both Hamilton and Russell were showing their pace um, and showing that, you know, they were here to play. So I don't know what happened with the Mercedes group when I heard this comment saying that we're just trying to get a decent result this weekend. But they're looking like they might get a decent result this weekend. Um, so we had Lewis Hamilton. He qualified P7. I uh, feel a little bit bad for him. He definitely could have done better, but he also had... His DRS was not opening, the drag reduction system, so the the wing flap at the back would not open and allow more air to go through. So he abandoned his last lap um, of the quali, and that ended up giving him that P7. So again, with him and Max, I think they will definitely have a good chance to make their way up the field. But Fernando Alonso is in front of Lewis, and we know he will not go down without a fight. So I think that will also be good off the start line tomorrow. Um, that'll be a good battle to see. And of course, we have to talk about George Russell. So he was sitting in P4, and the time went out, and I just heard Crofty saying, you know, Carlos Sainz may get a second pole position, and it looks like he's going to be lining up first for the grid. And then George just came out of nowhere and stole the pole position from him. I mean, crazy. George's first ever pole position, you know, last year he got the P2 uh, in the wet at Spa with the Williams. Um, that was great to see, but his first ever pole position, and he was ecstatic hearing him on the team radio. He was just so happy, and I, I'm really happy for him, you know, not to be biased, but I like George. Um, I think he's a really, really talented driver, and I would really love to see him just fight for a win uh, and fight for... Um, fight all the, all the other drivers and, you know, get more people into the championship running. I think that would be cool. Uh, but, yeah, he – both – I mean, we always hear about the Mercedes and, um, you know, how hard George and Hamilton are working with the car. I feel like we hear that every weekend, maybe a little bit too much. Um, but, you know, definitely showing today. Um, definitely had pace in the car. So I'm expecting a good result for tomorrow. So that gets me – also, I'm going to give a top five predictions for the race tomorrow. Now, I've done this on my TikTok. If you haven't seen those, go follow me there. It's just at Michael V's or something like that. I don't know. Um, but I'll do, you know, top five predictions every once in a while. So I'm going to start doing, doing them on the podcast. And I feel like my predictions are always trash. But I'm going to give it a shot and try to explain myself and why. Uh, I'm choosing the order I am. So, honestly, looking at the top five of qualifying now, it's George Russell in P1, Carlos Sainz, P Sainz in P2, Charles Leclerc in P3, Lando Norris in P4, and Esteban Ocon in P5. So, if I'm going to be realistic, I don't think Lando and Est. Well, hmm, I don't think Lando and Esteban, I think they may get booted out of the top five only if 
Red Bull fixes their issues. I think if Red Bull can fix their issues, I see a very high percentage or a very good chance of Max making his way up uh, through the grid, especially off the start. Um, I could see Max making his way up to the grid. So I'm going to put Max at P5. I'm going to put Max at P5. I'm locking that in. Uh, and then we got to P4. Man. Uh, looking at the grid, who could be P4? I don't know. I think, you know, I could see Alonzo potentially getting it. But I could also see Esteban Ocon and Norris. I mean, they're both fast drivers. But I'm going to give... Oof, or Lewis. You know what? The Mercedes have great pace. I'm going to give Lewis p4 and actually both of those might change lewis and max because <laughs> with the ferrari i feel like there's only one that will ever get a good race um i think charles after the last race he's really going to be coming looking in for points um so i think charles will do good i'm not saying carlos wouldn't do good i don't know why i have a feeling that something bad will happen so i feel like i'm gonna have to boot Carlos um, out of the out of the running of top five but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Charles P2 and then I'm gonna go Lewis P3 Max P4 and then I'm gonna go Alonzo and P5 and then for my P1 I am, you know, this is probably, I feel like <laughs> it probably is a little far-fetched just because he got his first pull, but I feel like I got to give P1 to George. I mean, his pace was incredible. He's shown it, I feel like, all weekend, um, showing them, them that they had the pace. I think as long as he can, you know, somehow, I mean, I think he's, he's a great racing driver too. There's no doubt about that. We've seen his battles and see how he can hold up, especially when he came in last year, uh, at the secure grand prix in the mercedes we've seen his battle in the williams cars so i'm giving p1 to george russell and i think i'm really hoping he can stick it out and get his first one that'd be an incredible moment for him um so it'll be interesting to see so again we got george russell in p1 charles leclerc in p2 max verstappen in p no 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 <laughs> lewis hamilton in p3 max verstappen in p4 and then Esteban Ocon, or gosh, guys, 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 oh my lord. George Russell, P1, Charles Leclerc, P2, Lewis Hamilton in P3, Max Verstappen in P4, and Fernando Alonso in P5. Okay, we got it right on the last time. That's all good, you know? You make mistakes, but we, we come back for them. That's how you come back, right, guys? All right. Anyways, so that's my top five uh, predictions for the race tomorrow. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I'm sure something bad will happen at the start. That's my my guess. Um, and maybe Carlos. I don't know why. I just I have a feeling that normally one only one Ferrari can get glory. If not, the other one just gets booted out. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, anyways, guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, really appreciate it. I am trying to get to 50 listeners. I'm currently at like 34 or something. So if you haven't listened, listen to the podcast. If you have uh, friends or anyone that would you think might enjoy this podcast, I would appreciate it if you shared it with them. But anyways, I appreciate you listening um, today. It means a lot. Um, like it, follow it, 
download it, do all that jazz, and uh, let me know um, what your uh, predictions are for Charles Leclerc. I'm going to put a poll in the uh, in the uh, the the podcast if you guys think that Charles's uh, championship is run is over. So that'd be interesting. But thanks for guys for listening, and I will see you in the next podcast. Peace.